0: I just feel like if I can do it, like anybody can do it. I feel like I came from literally like the bottom. You know, I had all of the, I was active a little bit, but like I was 300 pounds I, and I'm only 5'1, so I'm short. So it was like I started at a point where it hurt to do jumping jacks. I couldn't do a push up. I walked up half a flight of stairs and I was tired from 3x 4x clothing from like I remember I went to a ride at Six Flags I got stuck in a ride I all of the but this but this but this that like people can kind of like come up with Mm -hmm. I've done that and I worked my way down I went from 300 to 290 to 280 to 270 to 260 to 230 to 180 to 170 and i did it all one step at a time
1: and we are back for another episode of just take the compliments sis i am your co-host jessica i'm sharonda sharonda if you don't speak up So this is a special episode. Today I have Jennifer Wilson here with us. Are
2: you a Wilson
0: girl? I am.
1: (laughs) I forgot to mention that. Are we, that means we're related? Man, maybe that's why I like you. I don't know, but we have a special guest here. Her name is Jennifer Wilson. She is family and might be family to Sharonda (laughs) and today um, she is going to share her story her weight loss journey her fitness journey even we're going to go into some like mental health and some things that she is you know doing within the fitness industry field which I know a little bit about it and I'm excited for her so we're going to get into that but first before we get into the episode The meat of the episode, we have a word from Sharonda.
2: All right. So from the confidence stack, it says, I allow space and grace for all the greatness that I've manifested. I like that. Let me look at it again. I love that.
1: I allow space and grace for all of the greatness I've manifested. Mm. Yeah. You to guess go ahead on this one. Just
0: like, you know, like what it what it means to me, like what I took what I take from that. Yes. Um I just you I think sometimes, you know, we are our own biggest critics, you know, we scrutinize kind of like every little thing. It's like I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. And we have to also in the midst of working towards, you know, greater also be comfortable and accept where we are and all that it's taken for us, you know, to get there. So just allowing yourself that space to be greater, but also understand that you are currently just as great.
1: Mm. All right, Sharonda, you next. Glad I think of my answer.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Because I feel like A lot of times we, well, I'll just be for myself. I feel like I'm so focused on the destination that I don't enjoy the journey and I don't um, appreciate where I am or how far I've came. It's just more so like, I got to get to this next part. I got to get to the next part. So I don't fully just say, hey girl, you did good. Or you came a long way since last year, last month, last week. So just like you said, give your space, yourself space to acknowledge your progress and appreciate where you are and not so focused on the destination.
1: So I'm gonna piggyback on that. And every day or some other days, I always find myself wishing I was like further ahead than where, I, where, than where I am without saying like, oh no, this is where you are supposed to be in this moment. I always try to rush things trying to do 20 things in 20 minutes. I feel like if I don't get this thing done, then I feel like a failure sometimes. Um, whether it's, I know I'm supposed to apply for this, you know, other job today, or I know I was supposed to work out and I didn't get to it, or it just feels like I'm always trying to make myself better without realizing where I am now and just appreciating that. And so I'm glad you all said that because it's just reminded me that, okay, look, you're doing all good, you're doing good. You are okay. Um I mean, of course, there we do have a, a, a clock that is ticking, but I mean, it's exhausting, always thinking about the next thing to do without just being present. And so that is what I am trying to really do at this moment it's just really be present and be grateful for it for that Mm -hmm. well thank you for the word of the day Sharonda
0: yes I love that
1: we are going to this as you all know this is episode four so you all should already be into it we have this segment where we compliment um someone who we admire who we look up to or who we see are just doing their thing. And the one thing about taking a compliment is, is that usually sometimes when you give someone a compliment, they kind of throw it back at you. Be like, oh, thank you. But then but this, we're going to give you a compliment and you're just going to take it. So for today, of course, the compliment is going to go to you, Jen. You. Um, I just want to say that Why I wanted you on this podcast, and I told Sharonda, like, we need to get her on, is because I took some time off of Instagram. And when I came back on my personal page, maybe within six months, your post was the first post that I saw on Instagram doing a twerk shop. And... Yes, you got to see the video. (laughs) And the thing is, by the time I got on, it had been like several months old. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I know this is weird, but I'm going to compliment you on, I'm going to leave a comment and say, you're doing your thing. Like, I mean, the confidence that you just exuded, it just was like, oh man, I I need her on here. And then just to see your journey, it felt more as if it, it was more than just, okay, I lost. Yes, you all. 150 pounds. It was more than that. It felt as if, mm-hmm. you know, I saw in your stories that you were training other people and that there, there was just a passion on your page. And I know it's just Instagram, but I would like to believe that there was a passion that just exuded off your page that you just wanted to just help others and mm-hmm. um, and just encourage others. And I felt inspired. And like I said, also when I came back, I saw you were certified, NASM certified. I know we had a discussion about different certifications. And so I just see you just taking a bull by the horns and you're just going after it despite maybe any fears or any doubts that you might have. It's, to me, it just seems like you keep going. So I know we don't talk you know, as much, but I just wanna let you know that I see you and I just want you, Cuzzo, to just take the compliment
0: for today. So, yes. Thanks. Now I'm about to cry. Wow.
1: <laughs> you know, I know that we don't get the full story. And that's why we have you here, you know, to, for you to share some of that. I know we don't get the full story on Instagram and in the background of that. Because, you know, some people just see 150 pounds naturally, I might add. <laughs> right, you know. We just see that, but we don't know the story behind Mm that. But I don't know. I just felt, and I've known over a couple, you know, a couple of years now that you have been, you know, losing weight and have come to a place, you know, to now where you are encouraging and motivating other people. So without further ado, again, we have Jennifer Wilson. Like I said, she, if you go to her Instagram, which she will share, she has lost 150 pounds Naturally. Okay. And she says it in her bio. And um, she is NASM CPT certified. So she's a certified personal trainer and a weight loss specialist and a nutrition coach. So she has all three just laid out. She has a bachelor's in fine arts and professional theater. And also she is a six year vegan and dance fitness instructor from the ATM. So it is my pleasure, my honor to welcome Jennifer Wilson to the Just Take the Compliments Sis podcast.
0: Yes. Hey. Well, um thanks so much. It's literally on my bucket list to be on a podcast. I think it's one of the coolest things for real. Um I'm just now starting to like get in the first podcast I ever listened to was a musical podcast there were no (laughs) words it was just kind of like singing and stuff like that but you know I went to school for theater so that's my thing um and then from then on I was just like okay I can kind of like get behind listening to stories while I'm driving without really like seeing anything and visualizing so that's how I got into podcasts so I love that I'm on one um I guess I would just start from 2015 I guess I was 300 pounds really before 2015 I've kind of always been bigger even though I was active I did step Um, I did a little bit of dance and gymnastics and stuff and I was always very like lively I don't know I just always had like this extra this extra weight on me and it took a toll on my confidence I you know really didn't have the best self-esteem um I just you know I I don't know it's like because you you see some people and it's like from the time they're younger to the time they're they're in the grave they do not let their weight define them they wear this confidence they own it it's they embrace themselves I was literally just never that person. Like, so I got all the way to college. I was 285 pounds. I was pre-diabetic. I suffered from depression. I suffered from anxiety. I had just come home from my first year at North Carolina A&T. And I had spent that entire like spring and summer semester in like long sleeves and not, going to get any food because i didn't want to walk past people um what college did you go to again north carolina a&t in greensboro aggie pride mm-hmm. but it was like my mm-hmm. dorm room was kind of far away from the cafeteria and mm-hmm. because i didn't want to like walk past so many people because i was in my head so much about like they're gonna make fun of me they're gonna make fun of me they're gonna make fun of me just because of like different experiences that i had lived when i was a kid like i just wouldn't go I would stay in my room. I would like go to class because class was kind of like right in the building next to my dorm and then I would come back. And sometimes my brother would take me to the grocery store and I would just kind of like stock up on snacks. But like I was just not comfortable in myself. Mm -hmm. And so because I was so uncomfortable with myself internally, externally, it just always showed. And I just never really wanted to put myself in situations where I was around people who I felt like would judge me, whether it was or was not, you know, the case. Like now I'm just like, first of all, it doesn't matter what people think. But two, more often than not, nobody is scrutinizing these little details that you yourself are kind of like going over and over and over again in your head. So I came home and the doctors were like, you're very sick. (laughs) Or like, you know, like you are like very unhealthy, like you should not be this young with this much, you know, like weight on you. I remember going to the store, Victoria's Secret to kind of like buy bras and I couldn't fit in the any of the sizes and like the my underwear and stuff like that. It, It just it wasn't comfortable and it was giving me rashes because I was wearing clothes that were too small for me. Um, and that was kind of like the breaking point for me, not being able to fit any clothes and being sick and being sad all of the time. And so I went vegan. That was one of the things that I did. I went vegan almost overnight. I cut out with a bet with my brother. We bet that I couldn't be vegan you until the end of the year. year. You not wean yourself? It we- yourself. It no, it was like a week before the 4th of July. And I was like, we're done with that. Cause it was a bet, cause I, it didn't make sense to me. I had tried to be vegetarian before. And to me, it doesn't make sense to like, cut out meat, but you still eat dairy or cut out dairy and you still eat meat because it's from the same animal. So it was like, for whatever reason you're trying to cut it out, you know, why would you not just cut it out for the entirety of it? I'm somebody who kind of like follows things in order. So it was like, if I eat eggs, I might as well eat cheese. If I eat cheese, I might as well eat chicken. If I eat chicken, I might as well eat beef. And if I eat beef, we up, like we lit. So I bet my brother that I couldn't do it until the end of the year. And currently now I'm what, six years vegan. I've been vegan for six years just because of the benefits that came with being vegan. Like now I love the animals, but for sure it started off because of health. So I was doing stuff like that and just like exercising and finding like different things that I loved. Dance was always something that I really liked to do. So I was in a Zumba class almost every day going to get it. Um, I was doing like step aerobics, anything that kind of had like music. I found that I really liked anything that kind of like made me get out of the gym And out of my head and into something else to kind of, like, catch me in a trance is really, like, what kind of helped me stay focused on, like, I don't know, my overall goal. And then as I lost the weight, it became less about losing weight for, like, size and stuff and more about just, like, okay, now I feel better. Okay, now my skin is clearing up. Okay. I'm noticing that I didn't have as much like anxiety today because when I, a a lot of aerobic exercise helps like calm the heart, like there's science behind it. So now I'm learning the science and stuff behind it. And now I'm just like, oh my God, I have to tell everybody because like, I don't want my mom to be eating this stuff and I know it's not good for her. I don't want my kids to grow up and they're struggling, you know, like walking up a flight of steps or doing some things that are just supposed to be like, Natural, but I also understand that like a lot of low income areas and a lot of areas with like African-American communities are always afforded the same type of information that Other communities are able to get like if we don't really have a lot of like farmers markets and we don't have like a lot of different like, okay, you need to be doing plant this. I, I just moved. I'm in Atlanta and I just moved to an area that's a little bit closer to like the heart of Atlanta. So the demographic is a little different. And number one, there are no health food places or no fast food places at all really in my area. And then if there are the one or two, they close at like nine o'clock. So even if people in my area wanted to eat something unhealthy, they have to go way out their way. Right down the street from my regular house, where it's a lot of us, it's a fast food place. We got 15. It's a cookout. It's a Burger King. It's a McDonald's. It's a Wendy's. It's a Subway, it's a Checkers, it's a Churches, Chick-fil-A, all the Taco Bell, no farmer's market. So it's just like, there are different, when I started like seeing these different like patterns and stuff like that, I was just like, nah, everybody needs to know because everybody needs to at least be on the same playing field and have this, have be able to have the information to do what they will because everything is connected.
1: All right, all right. Mm, how did you... How did, so you, I guess me and Sharonda are like, you just overnight, like, man, I'm gonna just go vegan. And I'm thinking right away, that's hard because it's basically taking everything out of your refrigerator and even, you know, your some even your dry goods, and just like really throwing it away or putting it to the side. So how were you able to, do that and were you able to bring your family aboard like how did they respond to that
0: So I have a great support system my family has definitely always been like heavily in my corner so when I made the bet with my brother and I told my mom um and it's just like you know my mom I think she saw like the struggles and stuff that I had with my weight growing up. So it was like, she was with me in the doctor's office when they told me that I was sick, you know, she was, she was with me when I was at the mall and I couldn't like fit the clothes. So I think when I told her that I wanted to go vegan for my health, that I wanted to like switch over um, to make like more health conscious decisions. She went to the store and she bought so many different vegan things. And honestly, That 2015 wasn't the first time that we were introduced to veganism. Because I remember one day coming home when I was in the third grade and like our microwave was gone. She threw it away because she went on some like health type. I think the same revelation that I had, Mm. she had when we were kids because for a period of time, she was doing things like wheatgrass shots. We were on wheatgrass in the backyard. She was doing things like fermented water and like marinated greens and like kale and stuff like that. We had a garden. So it was just like, it wasn't like we were starting from scratch. We were just kind of like pulling from what we knew and building on top of that because it wasn't too many, like, you know, now they have like the vegan cheeses and the vegan pizzas and like the mm-hmm. vegan burgers. In 2015, it wasn't really a whole lot of that. It was like Gardein because I remember eating the, the fish only fillets.
1: Thing I Gardein and
0: fillets. That was gardening and and like diet.
1: Yeah. We like soy, and it was a lot of that stuff that had soy in it, and yeah. it was really expensive. It was like you get four patties for man, like 6 or
0: $7. Yeah, like just egg. We didn't have that. I, I tell the New vegans, I'm like, y'all are so blessed. Y'all are <laughs> so blessed. Because <laughs> we had like three things, and if you didn't like it and you didn't know how to cook, good luck. Right. There was no t- <laughs> real. Right.
1: You know, there wasn't really too many influencers also you know educating you on how you can take maybe the food that you already have and you know that are not with animal byproducts or anything and how right. you can turn that into a meal. You're right, there were not that many resources, so it's pretty impressive that you did it during a time when there
0: was not much. That, yep, and that's why I'm like, there's literally a way for everybody to do it for sure. I tell people, I was vegan, I've been vegan. In a major city, I've been vegan, you know, in a food desert. I've been vegan when I had a lot of money. I've been vegan when I was broke. Like, I was going to food pantries and getting canned vegetables. I was, like, learning how to buy in bulk. I was trying to figure out, you know, like, we have a garden in our backyard now. And just seeing, like, the growth from when um, we first started to how it is now, like, the transition between a raised garden and a, a standard garden and, like, building the crates and stuff like that is very like I don't know it's very cool to like really see
1: so basically anybody who wants to do it and just says it's too hard there's no excuses because you just no
0: yeah there's no excuses and like there's always tomorrow, like, okay, you messed up today. That's okay. Like people, people go for three weeks and then like have one moment of weakness and they, they eat something bad. And then that's the end all be all like, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. Nobody is perfect. You have to one, remember the reason why you want to be vegan or why you want to be plant-based. And then two, just always be working towards, you know, trying to make that 100% your lifestyle or 85% your lifestyle. Like, when I was, when I first started, I was not drinking smoothies every day and eating salads every day. Like, I lost 150 pounds, but it took me three years before I went completely plant-based. took me four or five years before I went completely plant-based. I think, like, the third year was when I finally said, plant-based, what is that? Like, the first two years of me being vegan, I was trying to be healthy but like I was still like doing the fries and like the Oreos and stuff like that I remember my second year being vegan I was eating like a veggie patty that I had literally always had and then somebody said those aren't vegan and I was like what and they were (laughs) like they, (laughs) they were like no those have like egg in them and I was just like okay all right that happened to me up until like three and a half years of me being vegan, just, like, finding different things out or, like, learning that, like, different byproducts are. But you're always learning. Like, so Mm -hmm. as long as you have that mentality, that mindset of I'm willing to grow, you can do anything. So
2: when I think about, like, vegans, a lot of people, honestly, gravitate towards being vegan for, like, to lose weight. But to me... There is a lot of like vegan junk food, so there's like a lot of meat substitute this, beyond this, and then a lot of it still has like preservatives. So I don't, I don't know. Like you still have to make changes to your diet, not just like cutting out meat in order for you to lose weight. Because I've seen vegans
0: who are overweight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: That's
0: yeah. all the big vegans, but no. Period.
1: Period. No like they, I believe. That's what some, well, you say you originally did it for health, but some, and some, I think that's also a difference between, okay, I did it for health, but some people just do it because I'm going to try to just lose these quick pounds first, not realizing, like Sharana says, there's more that comes with just going vegan.
2: When it yeah. Comes- kind of a fed right now.
0: Yeah well I'll say the one thing that's like really because you know I'm a part of vegan Twitter on Twitter. So I like see all of the tweets and I'm friends with a lot of you know just me being vegan for so long I've come across a lot of vegans who have made that change for different reasons. And some people are vegan for health and some people are vegan for the animals but um I think one of the bigger things right now are people who are like vegan advocates for like animal rights and stuff like that. They're like, well, if if you're not, if you're just eating like fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, you're plant-based. That's not what vegan is. Vegan is like eliminating all animal products and vegan is like taking this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, I just consider myself vegan because I don't eat any animal products. And it's like, I, while I don't think I use, I'm looking around my room, I don't think I use any animal products. Like, that's not one of the things that comes to the forefront of my mind for like why I'm vegan. I'm vegan. Well, I love the animals. And of course, I, I believe that like they should all be, you know, I have my own thoughts and beliefs about them. That's not the top like priority for me. So, vegans, Who are not vegan for their health, they'll rack up on the vegan junk food because for them, it is not about how high cholesterol is or this is, you know, has a lot of sodium. They just don't want to, you know, harm anything with a beat. And I get that. I do not like the vegan junk food. I think the vegan junk food is worse. They're regular meat. Sometimes yeah. it is it's processed. It's not. It is not. I mean, anything that can sit out for a couple of weeks and not go bad. Why would you want to put that inside of your body? Right so it's just as bad as like regular junk food so it's like when you come to my house i don't have that i don't do a lot of gardening plant-based patties make my stomach hurt i don't like the vegan cheeses i won't do the vegan cinnamon rolls i don't it's processed and i started this in 2015 because i wanted to be my best self yeah
2: so like, what's something that you cook? I'm just curious since you don't know, um,
1: cook, cook over here, and- <laughs> so she can cook it for you know us.
0: I'm crying. Yes, um, I have a, a vegan Instagram page. It's at the Vegans Corner. Some of my plant based recipes and stuff like that on there. So a lot of them are gluten free because I took gluten out of my diet. I do smoothies. I do wraps. Um, I love salads. The Vegans Corner. Uh huh. But got cheese on. no it's vegan cheese
2: i thought you said you didn't like vegan cheese no
0: no no no, no. so there so look there are different like ranks for it um. and it's not like and it's just like i don't do the vegan cheese every single day yes. like oh. if i'm doing the vegan cheese it's because okay i might want a little cheese on my you know like omelet or a little cheese on my you know this but it's like the patties you won't ever really see me do like the patties unless I'm at a cookout. You know, you have to put a little bit of something right. before you get drunk. So, but I love salads. I love making like meat substitutes. Like I'm eating the salad right now and the burger is black beans. It's a black bean burger. So instead of it being the processed patty, somebody took the time to mash the meat, the beans up, put the seasonings in the beans, fry that or cook that on the skillet, chop that up and put it in the salad.
1: I I like black bean burgers. They, they, if you season it good, meat what? And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You spoke a little bit, you know, starting your weight loss journey. You said, we're on this word, naturally. Can you tell us some things that you've done and why you think that is important to know? Why is it important? for people to know that you did it naturally? Why, why do you have that in your bio? You know, cause you could have just said I lost 150 pounds and I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. But why is it that, and I guess I asked two questions. So either one is fine, whatever order, but why is it really important for people to know you did it naturally?
0: Um, Because I just feel like If I can do it, like anybody can do it. I feel like I came from literally like the bottom, you know, I had all of the, I was active a little bit, but like I was 300 pounds and I'm only 5'1", so I'm short. So it was like, I started at a point where it hurt to do jumping jacks. I couldn't do a push up. I walked up half a flight of stairs and I was tired from 3X, 4X clothing, from like, I remember I went to a ride at Six Flags, I got stuck in a ride. I, all of the, all of the, but this, but this, but this, that like people can kind of like come up with, Mm -hmm. I've done that and I worked my way down. I went from 300 to 290 to 280 to 270, to 260, to 230, to 180, to 170. And I did it all one step at a time. And through every step of the way, like, I mean, it was hard, but I did it. And you can do it too. Like, it's a mind thing. It's mind over matter. And I don't know, maybe it's because it took weight loss for me to also have like a, a mental a mental shift too but it's like if I can lose 150 pounds there's literally nothing on this earth that I cannot do mm-hmm. if I want to do it mm-hmm. it's just a matter of how I'm gonna do it and mm-hmm. let's go so I put that in my bio just always it's kind of like first a reminder to myself second a reminder to anybody I know like people can like look on my Instagram and I don't always post my before and my after pictures all the time. So I know like my smaller images or like the images, my more current images are the ones that like pop up. And I have people tell me all the time, like you, like, you no, know you weren't, you weren't 300 pounds da da da. So it's like, I just have that in there to let people know that like I haven't always been this size. It's some girls who like, come up to me now during my LA fitness class or they'll be like, oh, see, but like, I'm big, so I can't do it. And I'm just like, "Ah, uh Because I was like that. I'm trying to hear may can't do it like exactly. me
1: now,
0: but you can work up to this. You can, like, you can get up there. Like, it's less, you got it. You got it.
2: Mm. So at one moment, what moment do you think they just click? Because I just feel like, for people who have, you know, lost like a drastic amount of weight, like they just have a moment where it's just like, okay, I got to get my life together. And then they stay the course. Like, what was that moment? Or what is the moment? Because you're still living it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I've always been somebody who's um, just been very like, matter of fact and like these are the facts and you know very just like i don't know committed to something i've always had i don't know there was a book that my mom made us read when i was in the 5th grade it's called the ditch digger daughters and it's about this man he has five daughters um they're all black they live in like a rural area it was a time like segregation and all of his daughters became doctors Mm-hmm. She, I, it, it's, I'm probably going to have to like go back and order that book because it was just something about just like their father never let up on you know like their goals what they wanted to do like their their struggles all of that and I remember a quote from the book and the dad was like if you're in class and you're like towards like the bottom work your way up but don't look at number one and be like I'm gonna go from 13 to one find a white rabbit and get in front of that white rabbit each time and each time you pass that white rabbit find another rabbit you go from 13 to 12 to 11 to so it's just like I think reading that book when I was a kid kind of just like set it in my mind to just like just go it's gonna be hard but I mean like it'll also you know it'll get easier um and then probably also one of the biggest changes that I had when I was a senior in high school, I tried to kill myself. I don't really like, I don't, I talk about it, but like, it's been so long since I've just been in the position to be able to talk, but going and spending time like away, I went to a a hospital for a couple of weeks. I spent two weeks inpatient, and then I spent one week Kind of like out of patient where I wasn't going to school, but I was still like going to the building, like a, a in support, like counseling group. And just like that time there was so very like transformative to me. It really like put a different perspective on like how I was living my life and really like taking control of my life and just being the, you know, the, the best that I can be. Um, just like instilling those those grounds like points in me so that during my journey when I started years later I could go back to that time and pull from that that like shaped me so I would say the book when I was in fifth grade you know being in the hospital when I was in 12th grade both of those memories kind of like are what pushes me constant and now and now losing 150 pounds. Those three things are kind of like what pushes me when I feel like I can't keep going, I guess.
1: Man, Cause uh, it's like you are the perfect person to be anyone's oh. coach, just coach. Oh. Not life and fitness, weight loss, nutrition, Mm -hmm. mental. Because I I had like another question, but I just want to say this first. It kind of reminds me that you're, you know, we all go through things. And sometimes, you know, we ask, well, for me, I, you know, you ask God, why? Like, why am I going through this? circle said, why am I suffering at this point? And you just mentioned, I mean, wanting to take your own life, you know, suicide, you know, a lot of people, you know, have those, you know, thoughts and, or they're going through some type of trauma, but realizing, you know, seeing where you are now that all of that led up to where you are now. Like, that's like your, (laughs) <laughs> you know everything like a, is connected. you know how, you know how you go to church they'd be like you know your misery is going to become you know become your message it sounds really cliche but it is a reminder to know that you know you whatever you're going through you're just not going through it because you know the universe god is like picking on you or you know no because you're going to be able to use it for some good and you know be able to pass it along in some way so I you know because you didn't have to let us know that so you know thank you for sharing that like I said that's just a reminder that reminder to me I know Sharada may be a reminder to you that whatever you're going through that you never know how what what good can actually come out of that and it may not be because you said high school you know it may not be you know the next day it could be years yeah. down the line and so
2: or you know what somebody's been through. I think a lot of us see the, like you see the end result. So like, mm-hmm. I like if you cross your Instagram page, I'm like, wow, she lost 150 pounds. But you never think about what it took to get there. Like what struggles a person may have going through. What brought them to the point that they did that. What's you know still keeping them going. You just see the end. Just like with celebrities, you'd be like, oh, they just got famous overnight, but. You don't know... They've been
0: putting in years of work. And yes.
2: Yeah, they've been working. they would be like, oh, well, I've been trying to get on since 97. You're like, wow. And I'm just hearing about you in 2020, 2021.
0: And it's like, I think now more with social media is so prominent now. Mm-hmm. It's like people have this thing where it's like instant gratification. And it's like things that come quickly go just as fast. Yep. You have to like... there's a you have to have a solid foundation with anything that you're doing and it's like people don't always want to like put the work in to make sure that foundation is solid and then they there's i'm not saying you can't get there but it's a lot harder to stay up there when you don't have anything to kind of like trickle you know back down on right yeah
1: and it's that comparison thing to like when you see people again coming back to your page you can see go to your page and be like dang she did all that and you know you can start comparing yourself and not knowing the backstory because it is some things that you think you want but mm-hmm. you may not be willing to go through what that other person worse. went through in order to, to get, get that. that result so um yeah, I mean, that's just so many lessons, just yeah. all of that. Um, You had, um, as of now that you're kind of on, you know, both sides, so you lost weight and now you're helping other people to do their goals and everything. Do you get people that, you know, say, hey, Jen, I wanna lose 50 pounds in five days what are some things that you can share with us to maybe uh or with you know people who are listening who are trying to you know lose weight about when it comes to like expectations in that area of losing weight and what it takes when it comes to like patience and you know discipline and all of that
0: okay i'll say Nassim. That's who I have my, my certification with. They teach us about um SMART goals. Okay, that's an abbreviation. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Mm-hmm. So if they don't, if your goal doesn't fall under those five things, if you're not, okay, I want to lose a a certain number of weights, smart, you have to be smart with it. You can't think that you're gonna drop a big amount of weight in a short amount of time you are setting yourself up for failure and you I mean why would you start off setting yourself up like that you have to choose something that is you know have an actual goal in mind that is easily able to kind of like get to um and then it's also just like understanding that at the end of the day like you are your own person and things are not textbook. We are not textbook. We have different days. We stress out. We I'm I'm a woman. I have, you know, like my cycle, like different things. Just had maybe one day I didn't like drink enough water. Maybe one day I didn't like eat, or eat the right food for me to like calculate the the goals you have to know that like everything is not always going to happen as it is supposed to happen and you kind of have to be willing to kind of go with that until you're able to find the pattern that works for you I'm not a personal trainer that'll be like yeah 10 10 pounds in three months like for sure we can do that because I don't know what you're going to do outside of the sessions that you're going to be, you know, with. I don't know how you're going to eat. I don't I need to see the first month how like you're going to do. And then the second month, we'll be able to look at the first month. And then that third month, we'll be able to look at those first two months and those patterns based off of your habits will be able to come to a more accurate kind of like consensus for like, okay, these are the goals that I wanna reach. Like, I don't know if that's just how I do it because I'm kind of new to the game and that's like how it works for me. But I found that even when I was like, Losing weight, I never lost the weight that I wanted to lose when I had like a down goal to yes. the t- yeah, like 25 pounds two weeks, 800 calories, um, or 1200 calories intake. I need to be burning 1500 calories. I always lose the most weight.
1: You ain't thinking about it, but I'm
0: not worried about it, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me or if. Uh-huh. I- When I'm just going to the gym to have a good time and when I'm just like eating healthy and I'm just like, I, you know, I know nutrition now. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just try to make sure that this meal has, you know, like a little bit of like protein or let me make sure that this meal has like a little bit more carbs. Because I know I really didn't do that for like breakfast without me like nitpicking down to the T. That's when I'm my happiest. That's when I'm not stressing. And that's when my emotional connection is able to tune in with my physical work that I'm putting in and everything works together
1: that's true because even I necessarily don't for me when I say oh I'm gonna do good this week that's the week I quote unquote screw up the most <laughs> like that's okay. the week. but then I have where I'm not really thinking about it and that that's the week where everything kind of just naturally falls into place and like you said I don't feel no I don't feel foggy brain or there's no guilt
0: associated with that and so um I tell people like we're not well I'm I'm not a bodybuilder like the only time it makes sense to me to make sure that you are specifically trying to like calculate that actual like number, is if you're competing because you know like that is crutch time. Like I'm at LA Fitness, seeing them pushing weight and the transformations that they make, praises, praises to that's them.
1: Another that's, that's another example of you looking at somebody. And wanting that. But you don't want to go through what they... <laughs> they be going through a lot. Look,
0: I thought I wanted it on my bucket list to maybe, like, compete in a show or something like that. Yeah. I think.
1: And they be in the gym all day. And now I have gotten myself down to where, okay, I'm good exercising. Okay, five days a week, one time a day. Yep. Uh, doing that twice a day, my husband, he goes to the gym. And so he sees also a lot of people who are competing. And it's just... What's their schedule? How long they were in there? It's what did
0: they eat today? Okay.
1: <laughs> I'll be like, I mean, I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I look up to you for that and that's great. But that's just a discipline. That's just discipline. That's that one I- of
0: the things where I'm like, that's their journey. <laughs> so that's not mine. <laughs> right,
1: right,
2: right. Cause so that's a whole thing.
0: And you talked a little bit
1: about food. And so I don't know if, so Sharonda and I, we were in a weight loss um, challenge like a few years ago. That's how we became cool. And one of the things that we always talk about in that weight loss challenge is that we canceled so many foods. I mean, so many we canceled all po- well, all carbs.
2: Oh, Old man,
1: bread, carrots, uh, grapes, pineapple, <laughs> anything, you know, fruit oranges. that's corned. Or- or- oranges. They sure.
2: say oranges. I too mean, much and, sugar. Then, Just eat berries. and then
1: after that, we, I don't know, Chirac- I was scared of food after I had lost a certain amount of weight. I think I shared this with you. I was scared. It was, mm, I don't want that pizza or I don't want I that burger I I or, yeah if yeah, if everybody else going out to drink mm, I'll just stay here and Netflix and chill which in the, it didn't make me feel any better. It made me feel worse as if you know we were trapped. So when it comes to because you know I you know nutrition coach, how do you what is your advice when it comes to food and some of the, diets that are out there now such as keto even the, and even people are using you know veganism pescatarian, or what's the other one that it's like a schedule, schedule intermittent, fasting. intermittent fasting paleo, paleo what is your 30. take on take on that and you know
2: how do so, you do
0: that I, uh, food is so food is like one of those so two things because it's like because I've been trying to lose weight since I was a kid, I've done everything. I've done almost all of the fads. I've tried them all. Yes. I did. <laughs> I, I did the, the pills. Like I did the, no, I the, the teas. I was doing the bag of lettuce and that was it. The romaine lettuce, cause it's like 99% water or something. And they were like, child, they were like, just eat that. Just eat that all day for three days and you're gonna like drop weight. So I did stuff like that. I was doing like the teas, I was doing like enemas on myself every single day. Enemas. It was just like, none of that was good for my like, digestive system. Then it was like, then on top of that, there would be some times where when I was in like my teenager years, I was doing things like not eating for two weeks, or then I was like purging really bad. So it was like, I've struggled with eating disorders too. And it's just like, now my relationship with food, it got to a point to where I was raw vegan, in 2018, I had got down to my lowest weight. I was 150 hundred and like fifty something. It was my lowest weight then at that time. It was like I was like hundred and like fifty something pounds. And I was afraid to eat anything that wasn't a fruit or a vegetable. I wouldn't touch it. Because I was just like, I'ma gain all this weight back. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna hate myself again. And it took me down like this road that was so unhealthy because food is not bad for us people there is, there is no such thing as good food or bad food there's food that has that's more nutrients nutrient dense than other food is and there's food that will give you more results based off of like what you eat but i think the stigma behind like good and bad food it needs to go because it messes up the relationship that you have with it and it clouds I think your ability to just make regular decisions when it comes to like being in the grocery store and, and getting certain things um I had to really sit down with myself and try to figure out why I felt like that um, the relationship that I had with food I had to heal it and then I had to learn to start listening to my body. So I'm not vegan now just because I lost a whole lot of weight. If I, I'm vegan now because my body just responds better to not having any animal products inside of me. I don't eat gluten now, not because I'm afraid of bread or because I feel like it's going to give me like these extra calories. I cut out gluten from my diet because I noticed that when I was eating it, I was getting these rashes on my arm and the bottoms of the bottom of my eye was it was like swelling and it was causing me like bloating and stuff like that. Everybody's body is different. So everybody's body is going to react differently to the different foods they eat. You just have to be able to, one, know what you're putting in your body. Stop just putting some processed stuff that got 13,000 different ingredients and you're having an allergic reaction and you don't know why. Stop putting that in your body. And then two, take note of how your food like makes you feel. So I know that like at one point in time, every time I ate a meal, I was writing down what was in my meal and I was writing down how I felt. And that was eventually how I narrowed it down to figure out what's that thing for gluten? I don't have celiac, but it's like the thing that's like right up underneath that where it's like, it doesn't cause you to like have all of the excessive symptoms, but like I have a lot of them. And -hmm. I would have never known that if I wasn't writing my food down. Right. Oh, that's a good idea.
1: I have not done that before because, you know, you just think that with some food you're just bloating because maybe I ate too much and I've had instances where I I'm at it eating a regular meal and I'm like why am I bloated and so that is a good idea to maybe start writing it down figure out what that meal was how you felt you know after that
0: because even stuff like couscous and like pharaoh I would eat a little bit of that. And like, that's the healthy stuff. That's the stuff where people is Mm -hmm. like, oh, go to the store and get that in bulk. Or like, I need all of that. That was causing me the same type of problems that it was if I was eating 20 Oreos or one. Mm -hmm. One cracker gives me the same result of like heaviness that I feel if I was to eat like five tacos. Wow. Mm.
1: So yeah, so the thing is basically with food, you need to listen to, you you know, your body. And yeah, yeah, I know that Sharana likes to remind us all of the time (laughs) that when it comes to food, when you're losing weight, the only way to really lose weight is a calorie deficit, you know? So that's basically it. But I'm glad you said, you know, good versus bad because, yeah, I mean, I still struggle with it at times. There's some foods that, you know, in the moment I'll be like, uh, no, so that whole relationship with food thing is a it's just a big thing um you know for you know for everybody's journey especially also when it comes to even working out and food some people feel like they can also eat anything as long as they go into the gym all the time
0: look i had this one trainer <laughs> i had this one trainer who would pay out on just whatever and then just go to the gym and just work out for 3 hours and be like it's okay and I was like, Wow,
2: like crap too. When you eat the <laughs> I could feel a difference in my body Me when too, I work out. Right.
0: I'm and, like, how do you even want to work out and you feel like a bowl of jello?
1: And three hours, you know, I've said it before, even to my husband. I'm like, yo, that's unless you are competing for something, you do not need to be in the gym that long.
0: Look, I'm gonna step out the conversation because I'll be in the gym about I'll be in the gym a lot. I, so I, I, teach, I teach at least one class a day. So that's one hour. But a lot of times I teach two classes a day. So that's two hours. But I don't consider my classes my workout. So
1: no,
0: I, I work out in addition to the two classes that I teach. And then sometimes I would work out twice. So I average about my fitbit is or my apple watch is set to 1500 calories every day and i close my rings almost every day i hit 2000 on like a, when i'm hitting like all four. when i teach mm-hmm. on thursdays i teach three classes and i work out on thursdays i probably get like close to 2000 calories every single day let us know what classes are you teaching so i teach cycling classes i teach a body weights class so it's um uh, weights and it's um, mat work, so core. I do a Zumba class, so those are the three classes that I teach at like LA Fitness. Mm-hmm. And then I have two, like I have a choreo class, a little twerk class that I teach. And I do um, a hit class on Saturdays. And then I do small group training and personal training. I do virtual training too though, hit, hit me up, let me know.
1: And I know we talked a little bit about this your future plans for your, you know, personal training or. Oh yeah.
0: So I won't share the name yet because I'm still trying to share that. All of that is like settled away, but I know that I, my end goal is to eventually have just like a wellness center where I'm able to explain kind of how mental spiritual and physical all have to go hand in hand in order for you to really like get the best out of what I feel like your experiences are in life. Um, I have been blessed to experience the world from so many different lenses as I've lost this weight and I've been blessed to have met so many different people on, you know, this journey. And all I want to be able to do is, you know, share that with people who, whether they want to lose 15 pounds or 50 or 150 or 250 or 300, like the, sky the
1: is the limit. You got the
0: credentials,
1: man. You got
0: the experience, <laughs> you know, like what they
1: say, that you got the street cred, you've been through it. So <laughs> the weight loss street cred, or, you know, you know, you spoke about mental, you know, you want to. One, they be able to merge the two with physical image. How do you mentally take care of yourself right now?
0: Um, I meditate a lot. I love listening to like soundscapes and scores. Um, music has a very, 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 very soothing effect on me. So I have some playlists that I like to listen to and just like mindful meditation. Um, Also, dancing, working out is like kind of my form of self-care sometimes. Like people are always talking about, oh, I love your energy. You're like, how do you have so much energy? But I literally pull it from the workout itself. Like I take all of my anger, all of my frustrations, all of, and I leave it there on the floor. So by the time I leave my class, I am. My body is so kind of like that. My mind also has no choice but to be like too. Um, and then like I just take some time to myself. And I love sitting in a quiet space and just like reflecting, journaling, for sure. <laughs> this is
1: the sheet man. I'm trying, but she's
2: doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sharonda, and her, yeah. I have a question that's completely off to- topic. Um, OK. It might be a two-part question. So first part is you talked about, um, you was like, if I eat this, then I'm going to gain a way back and I'm not going to like myself again. So I think my question is, do you, in some sense, Tie your worth to your weight because I I think a lot of us do that, including myself. Like, be like, well, if I lose this, then I'll feel better about myself. And then I've talked to people who have lost weight, and they like, I've lost sixty pounds, and I still, you know, see my girl who was sixty pounds heavier. Like,
0: yeah, I um, I used to, and I would say now. I'm not even 100% all the way, like, over that. It's still some days where, like, I feel like if I, like, if I don't feel kind of, like, fit, then Mm -hmm. it, like, takes a toll on my confidence. And I'm actually, I'm in the mindset, I'm in the process of now, like, replacing thinking like that. So, because it doesn't happen overnight. I went from literally hating myself in the mirror, looking at myself and avoiding mirrors to thinking like I'm I just one of the finest creatures on earth. But it's like it took time and it healing is not linear. So there are some days where I feel like I'm, you know, two, two steps back or like I'm I'm back in that mentality where I was like a month ago. But it's just learning to know when you're having those thoughts and then just being like these thoughts, one, don't define me because I'm beautiful whether I'm 300 pounds or 150 pounds or you know like this is just weight and it's just weight that I have you know on me and that doesn't take away from who I am on the inside at the end of the day we are all spiritual creatures having a physical experience and shouldn't be judged based off of what we look like or the things that we do or the things that we just like want to to live and experience. So I don't know, it's just like understanding that and then also understanding that like every day not gonna be perfect and you're gonna have those days, but being able to move through it. Yeah. I like I try to like sometimes on the days where I don't feel my best, I try to like take pictures. Oh. Yeah. I'll be wanting to avoid pictures, man. See- no, but see, then you're feeding into, yeah. then you're into it. It's like why days where I really don't feel like showing my stomach might be the days where I put on a crop top. Oh.
1: See, okay. <laughs> So I do have no, like, so I do have those days where I mean, actually I have a lot more than I would ever admit to Sharonda, and we have like this texting group, and we motivate each other to work out, we compliment each other on swimwear and stuff, and so she asked us about a girdle. Okay. I did ask about I, a girdle. So what? I, Oh, look in oh the look look <laughs> look there are there are times a lot of times i have crop tops but then when i go out with friends and stuff i talk myself out of wearing those crop tops because i'm like i'ma eat i don't want my stomach to bulge and all that other i do have those thoughts but i look i had a good moment a couple weeks ago actually the week i talked to you about you know for the podcast when I was out and about I had a crop top on and I felt you know I felt great and I believe I was bloated and everything that day but I you know I felt great but I I think it doesn't matter like what size you know you are if you don't feel like because there are some days some people like man you look good and that's where you know the compliment them like ah you know because especially if I look back at old pictures and see myself smaller than what I was or a couple of things were popping or whatnot and but like you said um every now and then like I'll have those thoughts but I'm glad that you said that you just kind of have to like turn that off and you know just keep it keep it we
0: have different like I have conversations with myself daily there's I because and I think because I spent so much of my life as negative gen mm-hmm. that positive gen be having to check negative gen mm-hmm. and it's just like sometimes you know like the, the, the negative gen your past self is never going to go away you can't you can't be chasing so far about the future that you're trying to ignore. Like, you can't, You it's not gonna go how you think it's gonna go. Like, it's about finding balance, mm-hmm. about learning to love yourself even on your worst days and about really kind of like going back and healing that childhood trauma that a lot of us are always kind of seemingly like running from. Because the only reason people don't be wanting to wear (laughs) crop tops when they feel bloated is because they don't want to like feel fat or like fat is in quotation marks because like what is that but it's like so like so I'm wearing a crop top and my stomach is hanging out and so I have these little back rolls and my my it, it doesn't matter and I know when I was a first started teaching classes I did not want to wear tank tops I did not want to wear like the low-rise leggings I didn't want to because I was like people aren't going to want to take my class and then I'm like one that does is, it's crazy because it is, no it's just it doesn't make any sense and then it's just like oh like your size and stature doesn't have any any type of impact on the things that you are able to do or the things that you are capable of. So wear the crop top. Be blow to know where the crop top.
2: Yes. I would, I would take that advice. And then the other thing (laughs) I was going to say, a lot of people don't think or want to deny that skinny privilege exists. Mm -hmm. Like in, you've been on both sides, you know what I'm saying, so you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, people treat you differently when you was 300 versus when you're now, like, 150.
0: See, so, okay. That's kind of like a double-edged sword, because I used to have this conversation with my friends when I was in the midst, so I would say, like, now I'm kind of getting towards the end of my journey as, like, trying to lose weight, but when I was in the middle of it, I did, like, notice that, like, hmm, y'all not treating me the same. Like, okay, like, my role in the front is starting to come in and the role in the back starting to poke out and y'all treating, doing nicer things like, this, that, and the other. Like, y'all able to get me more things. But my, it's also, my confidence went up. So Mm -hmm. it is, it's, it's, it is some like it's charm like because it's some people it's some overweight 300 400 and they have the charm of just like and it's immaculate and they will get the same type of treatment that somebody smaller would get but it's 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 it's, yes because it's like yes, but no, but yes, but oh, no. Yes. I see it, but I kind of like it. And no, it's just like I understand that like my confidence plays a very big role in how I present myself, mm-hmm. and if you're confident and comfortable in yourself, sometimes that opens the door to more opportunities. Right. But, but
2: period. Hard mm-hmm. stop.
0: A <laughs> uh, very stop. <laughs> The fat phobia is real. Fat phobia is definitely real and has played a major role in almost everything that we do now in the lifestyle and occupation. It's harder for, for, for overweight people to get treated seriously by the doctors because they just chalk it up to being overweight. No, I'm not having these complications because I'm overweight I'm having these complications because of this that and the other and right. doctors would like chalk it up and dismiss it like it's harder for bigger people to find cute clothes it's like the price will go up it's like I don't want to pay $20 for a checkered shirt yeah. <laughs> I don't want cute like it's 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 denial of service because people don't want to like take the extra risk so yes so I changed my answer. So the answer is you. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she had to talk herself yeah, through yeah.
0: it. <laughs> okay, I did have to talk myself through it because it's like a confidence thing too. But also mm-hmm. like, yeah, people definitely did treat me a little bit um, differently, I guess, now with like the way, like, even like some people from like high school and stuff like that. I'm like, y'all, please.
2: Right. Please. That'd be that one boy that you like, like,
0: I always thought you was cute. Did you? <laughs> like, don't lie. Don't lie on the <laughs> But do you
1: feel like you have to live by like a certain standard or feel you have to be at a certain standard when it comes to looking a certain way as someone as a fitness professional? Um, um How do you feel about that?
0: So it's like. I don't, when people look at me, they don't always look at me as somebody who like works out because they don't see where I've come from. So it's like somebody looking at me versus somebody looking at somebody who's been playing like, soccer and track their entire life they might have like in a different image of what a personal trainer is supposed to look like or what a group fitness instructor is supposed to look like but I mean like then I just tell them to come and take my class but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more often than not like a lot of people can't do what I do and I don't mean to like I don't like bragging but it's just you like break. a lot of people you know, can like. beep beep <laughs> they start to burn of like energy and stuff like that is I've had people who are in like tip-top shape come Mm -hmm. take my class and be like, God, everything else. And it's just like, yes, exactly. So I managed to like break out of that box where it's just like, okay, I might not look like no instructor, but I mean, that's an instructor to me. I am an instructor. Like I teach these classes. And then, like, naturally, I guess, like, the weight loss and, like, the building and stuff like that comes over time and people can see transformations. But I don't ever really, like, stress about it too much for what people think about, like, how I look just because I know that I am able to back up everything that I say I do.
1: I just have one last question with everything that you have you know, gone through and, you know, you're accomplished. And Sharana and I and everyone, we can sing your praises all day, but you know, some of us still have that imposter syndrome. And um, how do you you get through that? I mean, I know it might always still be in the back, but how do you get through feeling as if you may not feel as qualified to do A, B, and C? And get pushed through that and keep going on with your goals and with your journey, whether it is to lose weight, to maintain, you know, get your mental health together. How do you just go through, get through that imposter syndrome that so many of us go through, whether we're trying to be a fitness professional or, you know, trying to lose weight, you know, trying to find a job, whatever, break into some type of industry. How do you get
0: through that? Um. So I limit my time on social media. I limit kind of like the people that I follow too. I know a lot of people will like, I don't follow too many fitness influencers on Instagram Mm -hmm. because looking at them And, like, with looking at, like, their build and stuff like that and, like, their, like, and, like, how many followers they have and all of the comments and doing that, that can definitely take a toll on my mental health for sure because I start rushing my process. And when I start rushing my process, I kind of, like, I don't forget who I am, but I try to change who I am faster than time is trying to naturally like have me go so I keep that to like a minimal you know like I that's why I I like listening I like learning I I feel like there's no way that I can ever feel like I'm not good at my craft if I'm always learning my craft if I'm always working at my craft like there's no way where I can feel like I'm a fake I'm a phony if I have all of this information to, you know, like back it up. So I'm constantly working on like different parts of like what I wanna do, whether it's health or whether it's wellness um, or whether it's fitness. Um, I also try not to do information overload because I feel like information overload can also have you lead to being having imposter syndrome, taking it one step at a time. Um, shoot, just like understanding that, like, we just here every day, <laughs> like, we <laughs> just here, we are just here, like, we don't know what this world has to offer when the lights turn off, you know. So, every day, dang, just be like, just be. man yeah.
1: you treated me because a lot <laughs> of I need to start doing, and I'm glad you mentioned it. I would take a lot of that, I don't know about Sharon, I'll take a lot of that into, you know, consideration. You because know, there are some, you know, when it comes to social media, comparison is so easy and that Being part about It is. It definitely is.
0: subconscious. You don't even realize. No,
1: and then you don't even. There has been times I have gotten on social media. I think it's a part like information overload and rushing the process. Mm -hmm. I'll see somebody do something, and or they'll say something, and I feel like okay, tomorrow I'm gonna do that one thing. And before you know it, you're doing so many things and not producing any other results that you want in this way of trying to rush it. And so I really appreciate you know I the- know
0: that there was this one time where I I was working it was when I first started working at LA Fitness and it was some of my co-workers and they're like you need to post every day you need to post every day you need to post every day it needs to be training this training that built this built that and I got halfway down the line and was looking at my Instagram all of these posts and I'm like I don't I don't even want to be no fitness trainer just like that. Like, my passion is dance. <laughs> like, I like dancing, and I got all of these workouts on my Instagram. That's not me. I'm a creative. Like, I like flowers. I like scenery. And all I see is this brown wall on LA Fitness because I'm trying to get my followers up because I'm rushed the process. Or what? I
2: yeah, think authentic, authentic to you. Oh, I, I'm glad you said that because... <laughs>
0: I Mean if you want to be an
2: influencer, that's what you got to do. Because, and when I look at influencers, I was because at one point I was like, maybe I want to do that, Mm -hmm. but I see how much they have to post, and I'm like, I'm not that committed to post on Instagram.
0: I'm not that committed because if I
2: wake up, yeah, make sure the lighting is good. You gotta edit the video and the hashtag, like,
0: even on um, that story that said. A lot of influencers that take selfies don't even really be taking selfies. They have their phone up like they're taking a selfie and have somebody else taking the picture of them from the same point of view to make it look like they are. Oh,
2: wow.
0: It is... Too. When I read that and one and then like all these black mirror episodes, I'm like, nothing is real. And that's why y'all not about to stress me. <laughs> which episode uh, that you was on, uh, which episode? Nosedive is a social, is um, it's like season two, episode two, it's about the ratings for the eyes. Um you get judged and you get access to different like housing opportunities and food opportunities and stuff based off of the rating that you have. And you can look at people and automatically see their ratings. Oh, you're
1: right? oh, <laughs> talking about Black <laughs> Mirrors? Yeah. Oh, that was episode four. That was, yeah. that was one of my favorite episodes. Yes. Yeah, that episode, I, I believe, is four. And, you know, watch it, Sharonda. Even, you don't have to watch the other Black Mirror episodes. I watched
0: that, one episode. I, like,
1: I know. You probably watched that first, the yeah. first one. That
0: first one. Yeah, one
1: episode one uh, but <laughs> the first one is not the, like this uh, it, the fourth one it's a little bit it, it looks as if that's where we're going that is or you know we're headed and like i said i Here. like posting workout, you know videos everything but man, it's it's just so much work you know editing and not even the work not let's not even, even talk about the editing part taking the tripod to the gym or trying to put the the phone up in a certain angle. And I have, that's why lately, I really haven't posted gym stuff because I just want to get in the gym and I just want to work out. But then by the time I pop my phone up and do it like 40 times, I don't even, I don't forgot about the workout and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Even at home, I was like, you know, let me do, maybe it's easier at home. I'm just starting to think like maybe it's this is just work. not it's more work and like, then okay, let
2: me stop. it is it's right, it's
1: let me, let me go all
2: right hold on one. my
1: wait a minute or now, I didn't do I didn't do it at the right angle or let me do it let me separate the two let me do my work out here and do it later and I'm like I don't even have time for that but I mean shout out to the people that do like, big that do hit me
0: up if you do that. <laughs>
1: I guess realizing that maybe certain things in this time is just not for you and to do the things that really bring you joy and you have a good time doing. And so, but you sometimes get stuck in thinking that you need to do that stuff when you look at so many other people doing that. You, I'm just saying, you feel, you could if you keep feeding into
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, everything will take care of itself as it is supposed to take care of itself. Like, I don't like recording myself, but I'm starting to realize that as my classes grow and as I just do what I do, other people will pull out their phones and record me. People from outside of the class will come and, like, record because they see how lit it is. And then they'll tag me in it. (laughs) So now half of my job is done because I don't got to record no more. Y'all got it for me. Look, the universe will make a way. Well, GM, I can't wait to take one of your
1: classes. Man,
0: I'm you're in Atlanta. Yep, I'm in Atlanta. Okay.
2: My yeah. sister lived like 40 minutes from Okay.
0: Us. She okay. said okay. oh, so that was the trip. So she's so gonna come see
2: you. <laughs> For real,
0: time, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is fit and finer underscore F-I-T. A-N-D-F-I-N-E-R underscore. Y'all can follow me on that and Twitter for real, but on Twitter, I'll just be chopping it up.
1: No, no, tell, uh, me, and and tell me. I'm on, we, we, look, I'll be on Twitter every now and then I come in on there, but oh,
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> yes. Like her mom, and your mom and sister, right?
0: My mom, my sister, and my aunties. Oh, <laughs> and your aunt too, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, well, you have any other questions? Um, I'm going to ask them off when we stop recording. Okay, she said that to Okay, you're going to ask. <laughs> we, we're going to ask you some questions off. the you okay. know, <laughs> off <here. laughs> I hate that. You know, um, but, Jen, seriously, thank you. Thank you so much. Man, you dropped some, I don't know, I, I mean, I'm appreciative that you came on here. So for whoever's listening, you know, I hope they got some gems out of it. But if they didn't, I know we showed have been. you know, yeah. you got the wheels turning like, yes, you know, maybe okay. I need to, you know, think more, you know, about this and that. And sometimes you just think you're alone. Thinking's like, even with like the social media thing, you think you're alone, you're the only person who is being influenced to go faster than what you need to be going. Or maybe you're having this issue when it comes to nutrition and all of that. And so you just sharing that, Kind of just, you know, for me, made me feel as if like, no, you're not alone in this. Yeah. And, so, and if anything, it's a day by day journey, like it never ends. Never. That yeah. none of us are one hundred percent of where we want to be, and it's kind of cool tied into what Sharonda said earlier.
0: You get to one hundred percent. What you gonna do after that? Right. What happened?
1: Your time is done. Y'all about to say, you did, you know, your work is finished. And so, (laughs) if anything, you know, just, you know, keep at it, slow down. And, you know, like I like to tell my dad when it comes to running, look, stop looking at them on the side that's passing you up, you know, you know, your race, your pace. Yep. Well. Thank you so much again, Jen. And so we're going to end this episode, but before we do, as I would like to say in the end, don't forget, stop dismissing, downplaying and deflecting what others see in you because when given the opportunity, remember to just take the compliments, sis. And we will see you for the next episode, you all. Bye. <laughs> all right, so we we, we had to turn this back on, y'all, real quick. I know I just scratched that. So <laughs> I did not want to bring this up you know I didn't know how personal this is, but then I thought, like, well, it can't be that personal if it's on my page, <laughs> but so what we're talking about is, and why I'll be back really quick, because Jen, you know, like I said, she lost 150 pounds. So I'm always going to follow it back naturally. And I saw that you have a GoFundMe account for, it's not weight loss surgery. It is to remove the skin that has, you know, that was stretched over time for you, from you weighing, you know, 300 pounds, you know, Back in the day, can you explain a little bit of
2: that and and drop the info so people and yeah and can drop donate. the
1: information so people <laughs> yes look donate, you need donations you all Don- yes I think I'm almost
0: at a thousand dollars right now I'm very excited this is the first fundraiser that I've ever. You know, they used to do like the little cheesecake stuff in school, but I I never really did that. So this is really like the first fundraiser that I've ever like done. But it's for reconstructive surgery. Um, It's for my arms, upper back uh, and my uh, stomach. So because I've lost so much weight, I do have a lot of excess skin. Um, And I've just gotten to the point now to where it's not really exercise won't really do anything else for the skin that I have left. I have to get it removed. Um, so I found a doctor, my insurance will not cover it. They, I'm a fitness instructor. So it's actually really crazy to me that they said that they weren't gonna, um, help do any of it because it's just like sometimes like because I teach so much and my skin like rubs up against like other parts of my skin sometimes they can cause like irritation um sometimes like my excess stomach or like my excess like fat or whatever will kind of like get in the way of when I'm like doing like core exercises and stuff when I'm on the ground um and like I just feel like I've been with My skin for so long that it's a journey that I'm really ready to kind of like close out. You know, it's been six years and I've learned so much about myself. Um, and I'm grateful for everything, but Mm -hmm. I really am ready to kind of like move on to the next part of my life. Um, and I feel like that can't really happen until. Like, I get the surgery. So I'm raising money. Um, my Instagram is Fit and fitandfiner, F-I-T-A-N-D-F-I-N-E-R. All donations are welcome. Um, I'm selling workout PDFs, home workout PDFs on my website. Awesome. Um, yep. I do virtual training, online training. Um, if you're in Atlanta or you come down to Atlanta, I'm about to start some pop-up Zumba classes. All of the proceeds for that will go to my surgery. I have to raise $30,000. And I have six months. I'm pretty sure it's closer to five months now to raise the money. Um, so I'm just trying to see, you know, how much I can get and take it from there.
1: So we got a, you know, small Instagram page. But for when we post this show, we will post your information, you know, under the um, you know, under the, you know, in the, you know, in a post section, we'll, we'll post information, we'll add you. um, And like, you know, y'all, she did the work. You know, she just, hey, you know, we all, you know, we all need help. If y'all don't believe she did the work, go to her page. She doesn't have, like you said, you do not have that many, you know, before and after, but she
0: does have one on there. I think it's like two or three. Like it's a I think it's like one at the top and then it's yeah, like at, okay, two, just, three down. But then it's like I never untag myself from photos y'all. So y'all can always go to my tag photos and scroll down and see the the little bloopers and reels and everything. Yeah. Alright, so you all heard that.
1: So I'm good. Okay, so now we're gonna finally end and we'll see y'all next time. Alright, <laughs>